What episode is it, Jake? 24. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Content Cube episode 24. I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Holenstein. And we are uh, joined by uh, two guests from uh, the Kids in College show. Introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Sam Mosier. I'm Jacob Douglas. Thank you all so much for coming. Uh, Content Cube uh, will be... Um, We'll be uh, participating in the Tuesday blackout by uh, sending Brian to the hospital <laughs> on uh, Monday, so it was so it would be impossible to get an episode up on Tuesday. Um, just doing our part uh, today. We'll be talking about um, uh, we'll be talking about the room, uh, Tommy Wiseau classic. Hard to find because you look up the room and there's some other idiot that made a movie called The Room in like 2019. <laughs> Insane. Uh, and then I believe we'll be ranking every movie we've ever watched for the content cube. Just kind of got that one dropped on me right before. Uh, you know, can we make it to three hours? Uh, but, you know, we'll talk about our weeks and uh, some other stuff first. Um, I went to the hospital. I'm fine. I thought I had a heart attack or something. Uh, it's my heart, heart area. I've been hurting, you know. Uh, so I assumed I was just going to drop dead and I went there and they checked for all the heart attack stuff and they said, no, your heart's good. And I'm like, why am I hurting? And they're like, Err. so, you know, maybe I do drop dead, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be because of a heart attack. Uh, and that was fine. Then I went to a, uh, a march and that was cool. We kneeled in front of a police station and then I walked home. Uh, what did you guys do? Uh, this lovely week in general. Uh, before I share my week, I want to say impressive turnaround, Brian. In the yeah. hospital, yeah. out on the streets protesting in less, what, like an, in two hour span? Yeah, again, it was the hospital. I mean, I wasn't, I, I was no better or worse than when I got to the hospital. You know, it just kind of hurts. Uh, but just, Justice you know. doesn't wait for Brian to be at 100%. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, it's something I need, you know, you got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, uh, Sam and Jacob, since you're our guests, uh, you guys can go first. You can just talk all about kids in college all you want. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kids in College is a show that posts on Monday, and actually if you check it out on any podcast service or the major ones where you find your podcast most likely listening to this one, um, you're going to see that our most recent episode was, uh, I guess, part one of a crossover with Content Cube. This is the second half. Uh, like Brian mentioned, we're, watch uh, we're discussing The Room uh, on this show, uh, which many people say is the worst movie ever made. We'll get into that. Uh, Citizen Kane, uh, which many people say is the best movie ever made, we talked about on Kids in College, and we debated whether it deserves that title. <laughs> Keyword: what, Some people say it's whether the best it's even movie. good. <laughs> we debated whether it's even good. Even <laughs> I have a uh, good news at the very least: the crossover a hit so far. My mom told me that she loved it, and that the five of us were very good together. Uh, uh -huh. Your mom. Uh followed one of the accounts on my phone it was either me or the content cube i, I didn't actually i don't remember clicking on it. i think i think i got that when i was in the hospital uh but yeah no uh this is gonna be big for growth this is synergy uh this is this is a cynical business ploy uh so yeah if you haven't listened to that one yet uh you gotta listen to it before it's like a chronology thing uh it's like reading books out of order you can't do it so go back and listen to that one before you listen to the rest of this one this is like that bullshit when uh, you're reading a major comic crossover and you oh, found yeah. out you had to pick up like Nightwing <laughs> 33 to understand yeah. what's happening in Justice League. Yeah, or, or you know, or you're reading Batman and there's three concurrent comics where Batman's the main character. 
Love and it. you're just absolutely miserable. Um, or the CW where you're catching up on Netflix and you're like, oh, why is everyone in this one? This is weird. <laughs> I remember I was watching, I think, I think me and my friend gave up on Arrow watching it together because it's trash. We all, uh, we all did. Facts, yeah. um, like by season two, I was so over it. And then we were watching The Flash, and I'm like, this is pretty good. And then I got to, like, a crossover episode, and literally every character that was ever in Arrow is now a fucking bow wielder. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck happened? What the... <laughs> Diggle's kid is a girl now. It's just a different person. <laughs> because they fucked with the timeline or something. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of like that, so go listen to that. Um, um, what- the Content Cube has an exclusive... Jacob Douglas had his first day of work in between the recording of Kids in College. Oh, and content wow! Kids. This is this is a great thing to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. No, no interesting stories, really. I um, I went to the office and they said you're going to be working from home. So I went home like after two <laughs> hours of being there. Um, so yeah, I've just been working from home. I don't know. Um, don't, never graduate college, guys. Um, just stay there for the rest of your lives and keep getting degree after degree and accumulating debt and never pay it off. Um, that's my tip. Uh, if your work exists somewhere that can be seen, where can people see? Um, it? yeah, you can find me at flatland, um, dot com flatland KC on Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I'm joking about the job thing. I really like working here. I'm doing fulfilling work. Um, trying to do some research about, um, the protests right now. So, um, so, something that I deem to matter. Now, other people probably don't think it does, but um, it matters to me. <laughs> All right. Anyone else do anything between that episode and this episode? Uh, no, uh, work. But I was going to say, um, people who didn't, who have, who are listening to this and haven't listened to Kids in College yet, um, Every, we, we are all aware and about everything going on. If you want to hear our thoughts, I'm sure we'll talk about a little on this episode, but if you want to hear everything we have to say, go listen to Kids in College. Um, everything around us is pretty exhausting, and I acknowledge that I am very privileged in this situation that I don't have too much to worry about, but all I got to say, Black Lives Matter, donate if you can. Go listen to Kids in College to get our full thoughts. Oh, can I bring something up about this, actually? It's not, like, serious. Did you see the dude yeah. standing on top of the GameStop holding assault rifles? <laughs> Does anyone know the context behind that? <laughs> roof games, you know? All these, all these fucking Republicans are like, bring back the roof games. Well, they've evolved, and now they're gamers. The second most oppressed. I like to think that... <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like defending a used copy of like uh i don't know like animal crossing new leaf or something gamestop <laughs> is their mom you know? like this is like this is their holy this is their holy place you can't simply loot a gamestop yeah exactly yeah they you will rip those funko pops from <laughs> i saw people calling on reggie to come and help i was just uh, you beat me to it i was just gonna make a reggie joke you know we'll never see reggie protecting a gamestop <laughs> He's on. He's on the protester side. I, I will. I will die protecting this. Uh, this fucking evil Morty. Fun. Freaking <laughs> 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 <Rick and> Morty. <laughs> Don't you dare take my Think Geek sauce. <laughs> my Doodle Bob. <laughs> 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 Do you think? <laughs> you go, Brian. 
Do you think so? Evil Morty, Doodle Bob, those are definitely Funko Pops, right? They're, for they sure. definitely exist. Okay, they, they just there's made so Funko many variations Pops of actual doctors. So there's definitely mm-hmm. Evil Morty one. Weird that money not going to doctors. <laughs> They're kind of just profiting off of the. It's so weird. <laughs> Do you think they'll make protester ones now? I yes, but I hope not. <laughs> they ran out of brains. <laughs> They're just making real life people now. Tear gas, tear gas cop. <laughs> Riot cop. <laughs> Gotta get the guy getting his mask pulled down. It's like a it's like a double pack. Crossbow guy. Yeah. Grandma <laughs> oh, Dude. Oh my god. You know, like the dude that got beaten unconscious with the machete. That was so that you know, I that video felt so much better to watch after I knew he didn't die. <laughs> he looked pretty dead. Thought, dude, he looked so dead in that video. But the he way ate, his arm is, is bent. I was like, he's just, I mean, he definitely was like, uh, mind dead. You know, he was no thoughts, head empty. You know, it wasn't thinking at that moment because he wasn't conscious. I thought he, I thought I saw a dude get beaten to death. That was pretty dark, but he didn't die. So it's fine. What were we talking about? Uh, that, that was a good. <laughs> oh yeah. Anything in your week? <laughs> um, since kids in college, I, uh, went to a protest in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, that was that was a cool experience. Felt good to be there. Uh, really peaceful and and honestly just a really positive experience overall. Uh, and then the other cool thing, um, obviously stakes a lot lower with this cool thing, but the Rick and Morty finale was awesome. Uh, in my opinion, they paid off on some threads that they left lingering uh, after like the season three finale and the season two finale. So uh, big fan of that stuff. Um, but besides that, no, not much different. I mean. Uh, I guess if people don't want to listen to kids in college, uh, I watched Dirty Dancing and Top Gun. Um, <laughs> so Dirty Dancing was fine. Top Gun was a little less fine, but still fine, I guess. Both just very sappy stuff. But I'm gonna save the other movie. I'm gonna save the other movie I watched for the recommendation. <laughs> I know I, I told you guys about another movie I watched, but that's gonna I'm gonna save that. Speaking um, of Rick and Morty, oh wait, you're still going. <laughs> No, honestly, uh, no, I, I don't think I have anything. I guess, I mean, just to reiterate what Jake was saying, yeah, if you want to listen to Full Thoughts, listen to Kids in College, but yeah, Black Lives Matter, all in on that. Uh, don't know if we're going to go all into it again, but uh, yeah, if you want to listen to my thoughts on that, Kids in College, or follow me on Twitter. And my thoughts, you know, I thought they were pretty cool. <laughs> um, I think I think we all Brian had some went good in. thoughts. Brian went in. I, I, yeah, I did go in, you know, and I just want to say, if there are any people out there with relatives that are cops... Uh, can you ask them to remember my face and tell them to specifically not shoot a rubber bullet through my eye and then brain? I would appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I'll pass the note along. So, uh, has anyone watched the um, the Rick and Morty ripoff from the creators of Rick and Morty? Solar from opposites. The creator of Rick and Morty. Solar op- Has anyone watched that? Uh, my friend know. Corey did, uh, and he thought it was "quote unquote" fine. I believe was what he said. Okay. Okay. I can barely say it wasn't very it wasn't very it wasn't a good sales pitch he gave me I was like well I'm not I mean the rate I watch shows and you tell me a show's fine I'm never gonna get to it I just felt like it was so fucked up <laughs> like when I saw that I'm like that's terrible like how could you do that like how how could you not get it how could you not get signed on a non-compete after like the second season of Rick and Morty you know what I mean like, like how are you able to like make a show that whatever um Jacob, did you say room? you watched it? No, I said no, I can't. I can't do Rick and Morty in general. Um, oh, <laughs> it's I'm kind of like Rick and Morty. Morty it's kind of like American Dad, though, right? Like, wouldn't that be kind of like 
a ripoff of Family so, Guy. What? Yeah. Well, there's well, like four sense, Family Guy shows. There's like American Dad, and there's the Cleveland guy, Show. Cleveland Show. Yeah. Well, those are spinoffs. Solar Opposites is literally like I think it's Justin. Is it Justin Roiland? That, yeah. It's Justin Roiland making a sci-fi comedy show with the identical art style because it's his art direction. <laughs> so it is literally just like it's the same thing. Uh, so I am curious if that's decent. I mean, even if you said it was the best thing ever, I wasn't going to watch it. It's just fascinating to me that it exists. Uh, are we ready for the room? Is there any other stuff? To talk One about? quick note. If you heard Jake and I giggling a couple minutes ago on our end, it's because I Googled the weirdest Funko Pop figures <laughs> just to yeah. bring us full circle here. You guys know you guys can buy a, a Funko Pop Tupac Shakur. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I am definitely going to do that. The only Funko Pop I have right now, because I don't collect them, I just got one for like a Christmas one time, is like Death from the Sandman comics, because I read those and they're like my brother's favorite. And I appreciated it. I'm like, okay, she's cool. I don't know if I'm, a, I'm ready to add another thing to start collecting yet, because I already just waste my money on so many things. Wait, did they, give, ruins did they give Death the big anime eyes like all the other Funko Pops have? You know, man, I haven't. I don't even look at it. It's just <laughs> it's in my room. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what it looks like at all. It's it's like a Lovecraftian horror. <laughs> like your eyes cannot meet it. Like you're unable to focus and un- understand. What She's it is. she is cool in the comics though. She is cool in the comics. Uh, I'm a fan of it. Um, I don't so even look at it. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Have any of you guys read the same man comics or are aware of them? I no. feel like I might be. Seems like I'm stuff you would actually like, are. Brian. Yeah. I think, I, like I think, uh, I just have not read that one. It's a, it's a hefty, it's like 12 essential or 12 or like 10, I think maybe main books in the graphic novel series. Uh, I think I read nine and a half. I don't know why I didn't finish 10. I probably should get to that. It's getting a Netflix thing, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it, it is. I'm excited for that. Well, that wouldn't work as a movie. So, well, I'm do glad you guys? It's it was a show. It was going to be a movie, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt was attached. Uh, it's a star, um, and, uh, then, and that didn't happen. But that was like when they started announcing all of the early DC stuff. Like when they announced the initial slate, like Sandman was one of the proposed things. Oh, weird. Yeah, with JGL. Does anyone? Does anyone know if that shanked HBO thing ever died? Or if it's just... You guys know shanked? Scalped. I mean, scalped. No. Never mind. Uh, oh, I thought that's you were talking a... about the, the Civil War show. Yeah. No, I was... <laughs> no. Uh, scalped is a pretty good graphic novel that I read. That I heard they were doing a show of. But aren't I feel like every comic that's ever come out is in a constant state of show is happening. We're doing it. It's been greenlit. We're working on it. And it never comes out. Are we ready for the room? Please. Am I skipping steps here? Be ready for the room. Uh, I, am I skipping steps here? It's been a while since I've done no, one of these. Let's do ready. it. Yeah, man. I I freaking had to. It, it, let's say right off the bat, possible to watch. Uh, just to even like physically find it and watch it. Um, not <laughs> available to rent. Uh, so you know we had to use our sources, and that's what we're gonna say. But like the one I used, uh, man, I just this girl, I guess Maya, five miles away. Just kept wanting uh, me to have fun with her today, and I just kept telling her it's not not today, not today. She kept interrupting my <laughs> my my room watching, and she just was so persistent. Um, but it, it, it it's an exhausting experience, no matter how you watch it. Uh, I, I will say, 
it's probably one that's best enjoyed with people around you. Um, watching it alone I, is, is just, ooh, man. It's like, cause you want to look around and be like, did they just say that? And yeah, there's no one, there's no one around you. You know, it's just, it's, it's absolutely insane that this movie exists. This is my second yeah, time watching it, with, it, by the way. I watched it with my girlfriend, so that was a bit of a saving grace. When I was looking for it, the first video I found that was, oh, it's it's up and it exists. It was on YouTube. It was The Room Without Sex Scenes. And it was literally like the whole movie, but like 20 minutes shorter. <laughs> oh, that's like, your this dream. Is like four of them. I'm like, there's like four. I'm like, this. there's like five, I think. Uh, I, I'm like, this is not a rip. This is not, I'm not willing to make this All, all of them so with a, a carefully curated soundtrack of just excellent, <laughs> just, just R&B songs. Can I call on Sam Oji here for a second? Sam, did you recognize any of the artists? You know, I know you're a big music head. Because <laughs> um, this is something I was genuinely curious about watching. I was like, I wonder who did the music for The Room? And I wish I had an answer for you. I did write down some of my favorite lyrics from the songs <laughs> because this is my third time watching it. And every time I do watch it, I'm like, these are the goddamn best songs they've ever picked for a sex scene in the history of cinema. Um, they're not subtle at all. But I mean, when you have a chorus that goes, I will stand in front of a bullet. I will run through a forest of flames. Like it just makes you want to get take you right into pound town. Is that, what's dude, that? You are my get, rose. Yeah, song. that's what I'm saying. Oh you man, what a rose. banger! <laughs> I, Hell yeah, absolute banger. I want to get. I have also seen this movie three times, and every time I forget almost everything. the The songs I watch, and I was like, I swear, the dude who made the Daily Motion video put new songs over this. <laughs> I do not remember them at all. And every every sex scene had a banger. It was great. Have you guys seen this movie before? You three? I had not. I have. This is probably, my, yeah, I think this is maybe my fifth time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Zach, I disagree. I thought um, I thought I was going to not enjoy watching it alone, but I didn't have a bad time. I enjoyed myself. I certainly enjoyed it more than I, I, uh, I guess, I think I enjoyed it more this time, actually, than I did when I watched <laughs> with my friends, oddly enough, uh, which is like, I think it's because I think my friends, they have a habit of I think almost unironically loving things because they're bad. I live with someone who like thinks Revenge of the Sith is the best movie ever made. Um, and so obviously you can guess how Adam Holman, my roommate, felt about the room watching it. Just thought it was incredible. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it can be hard sometimes having to put up with it. But also, I guess, yeah, watching it alone. I mean, I laughed, but I had to, I had to pace around sometimes. I would pause it and just pace around. Um, I, I don't know. It's... I, I was I was playing video games while watching because I mean I've seen it three times, but it was so engrossing. I was playing Mario Tennis that I would intentionally lose. Like I was in the middle of a match online, I would put my switch down to write down the quote I liked in the moment I liked and just lose the match. So it means that much. To Jake, me. I'm never taking it any of your movie reviews serious ever again. You were playing video I games and watching a movie. What I mean, like, what is the point? Uh. Called out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jake, Jake Mosher's just an excellent multitasker. After Jake's just heinous Citizen Kane takes, he's coming in here saying he watched this movie while playing video Jake, games. were you playing Mario Tennis during Citizen Kane? No, I was not. I only paid attention during Citizen Kane, and that is true. You can have my mom confirm this in the living room while I watch. I was fucking checked out for Citizen Kane. <laughs> the truth took comes me, out. Took me five hours to watch that film. Um. So... 
Do, does anyone have any, I guess, I mean, there's not really base level opinions to give for this movie, because I feel like the general take is it's not good, but it's enjoyable. Does anyone I, disagree with that? Uh, I have a strong argument about why this is an objectively good movie that we can get to later. Thank you, Brian. Um, Thank you. Uh, I, I have... do have an answer for Jacob's question. Okay, hit me. About the music. So, gospel singer <laughs> Kitra Williams... <laughs> Her son, Jarrah Gibson, and teen singer Clint Gamboa uh, knew Tommy Wiseau through a friend of a friend, and they wrote all four of the songs uh, titled You're My Rose, Crazy, I Will, and Baby You and Me, um, which soundtracked the four sex scenes during the movie. They recorded all of the songs, they, they wrote them themselves, and they recorded them after church services on Sunday. Um, what the fuck uh, after church we went to go meet Tommy it was in LA somewhere I was like (laughs) this is Gamboa speaking I was like 18 maybe barely legal and we're just leaving church singing about Jesus and then we go to this thing and we're having to freestyle some love song (laughs) over some raunchy love scene while I'm standing next to this holy lady (laughs) I don't know what the context there is this sounds like a spiritual experience. This is high level. I mean, the music worked. It really made me want to have sex slightly <laughs> offset to the left at a 30 degree angle with almost no thrust. <laughs> In their defense, they thought that uh, Johnny and Lisa were married when they wrote the songs. They were getting there, you know? No. When you get married, it actually retcons every sex you've ever had with that person. You know, I gotta I got, I got to ask you guys, um, do you think... Tommy uh, Wiseau, or how are we saying it? Wiseau. Is it Wiseau? Wiseau. 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 Do we think Tommy Wiseau knows the word fiance? <laughs> this man, every I think every single time you could have said fiance in this movie, it was future husband or future wife. I think <laughs> I heard it. I heard it about 20 times. And I maybe they said fiance. I don't think I heard it. Uh, I just don't think he knew that was a word. Where's I mean, where he's from is up to debate. How he got the money up to debate. But what is his accent like? Do we even have like a beat on that? Like as a culture, do we know what his accent is? I thought it was Eastern European. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, he, he keeps saying he's from different places. I guess. So. Well, I think so. When the disaster artist came out, he went on. Uh, was it Kimmel with um, James Franco? And I think he admitted to not being from New Orleans on there uh mm-hmm. which was the lie he had been saying for years a great scandal yeah <laughs> a real loss for the city of new orleans <laughs> yeah they had a real one the worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh the way i describe the dialogue in this movie <coughs> it feels like it was written by like aliens who know what humans talk about but have never actually seen or heard humans talk like that's generous. <laughs> I, it's just, it, it's like an alternate reality almost is what it feels like of human interaction. Uh, speaking of the script, there was uh, one of the fun facts was that uh, speaking to entertainment weekly, one cast member claimed that the script contained quote stuff that was just unsayable. I know it's hard to imagine there was stuff that was worse, but I promise there was. <laughs> 
like which is insane when did you know first time viewing second when did we realize that uh denny is that his fucking name <laughs> yeah. is it denny it's or denny? denny denny's like fucking the re- weird like, like the <sighs> breakfast restaurant I hate that guy. I hate him so much. I was I'm a Chris I'm a big Chris R fan. (laughs) Big Chris R fan. I was really hoping Chris R was gonna throw him off the roof. (laughs) When did we realize Denny was a kid? Uh, The first viewing? I guess it (laughs) Well, yeah, no, I mean like at what point in the viewing? Like after this guy appears, you're like twenty four year old, (laughs) short twenty four year old. And then he's like sixteen, fifteen? I thought he was a college kid. Is that the interpretation? I it's confusing because at one point she does say she's like Tommy's helping him, giving him money to help save up for college. Oh, okay. I think oh, she says that. Shit. Um, in relation to his age, apparently he's actually one of the oldest cast members. <laughs> he looked like it. <laughs> That's why it's so confusing. I yeah, I was gonna say I was today years old when I found out that Denny is not a college student. When it really uh, set in that he was a kid was one of my favorite lines when he yells to Lisa's mom in a decently high-pitched voice, you're not my fucking mother. <laughs> right after That was great dead line. on, Jake. That was like uncanny. <laughs> the line he responds to where she goes, what kind of drugs did you take? <laughs> what kind of drugs? It's, it's also, I wrote another one. Um, the grandma mentions earlier when Denny, whatever his name, Denny comes in. She says, she asks uh, Lisa, like, who is this kid? And so she's just meeting him for the first time. And then 10 minutes later when they're on the roof, she goes, it's about time we gang up on him. <laughs> I was like, you just met him. Well, con- the concept of time does not exist in this movie, truly. Um, because reality. Dude, dude. Oh when, when the best, the greatest example of this is when they sit down for coffee um, and talk for a total of one minute. And Tommy goes, all right, uh, I got to go. <laughs> it's like, what was the point? <laughs> to ask about a sex life, right? Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Maybe he's doing some some sleuthing. Chris. Now, oh, hey, Chris me, R. If this is a question. Oh, what were you saying? No, I was just, Chris R. That's what he said. Hey, Chris R. <laughs> Doesn't have a last name. Where's my fucking money, Denny? <laughs> that performance is the best. Oh is man, it, Zach Efron's performance is him. Uh, Zach I'm, Efron is him, and the, the, the yeah. disaster artist okay. is the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Jake Mosher, I actually disagree with you uh, with Chris R being the best performance. Um, I, I think hit, hit I think it goes to the random person who they introduce at the party who finds out Johnny and and Lisa are, <laughs> or Mark and Lisa are cheating on each other. It's just like there. And he what, has what like this? the biggest revelation of the movie. <laughs> hard agree. Hard. Or agree. that guy with the blowjob face. Um. Oh my god! <laughs> the, chocolate scene, the chocolate sex is a lot. That Who the scene, fuck was that? They came out of nowhere. That was, was their teenagers? first scene in the movie. <laughs> they did homework. Like that was they, like like they're teenagers, right? I don't think. I don't know. Because, no, no, because it's like oh, they come here to do their homework. <laughs> I think I don't know. I thought that was code for chocolate sex, but I don't know. Maybe. Well, I know, I know. Listen, no, of course it's chocolate sex. Of course, this grown woman knows these kids are fucking in her house. But what I'm saying is that in order to try to pass that, it's like oh, they're here for homework. They would need to be perceived by the people in the room universe as being young enough for homework. So are they supposed to be teenagers? She's also Lisa's best friend. So that means Lisa's best friends with two 16-year-olds. <laughs> Maybe that's why she fucking acts like one. Oh, my Call God. Dude, I, you know, I, I was going to say this towards the end, 
but uh, I got to pose this question. Um, is Lisa one of the best movie villains of all time? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask if she was hot. Uh, <laughs> can, can, can I pop off on this real quick, Zach? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Pop off. Um, the Room is perhaps the most anti-women, like, misogynistic movie of all time. Oh, absolutely. Um, 100%. <laughs> that's a given. That's a given. And, and, like, makes Lisa to be, like, just this awful stereotype of, like, an awakened feminist, like, figuring out she, you know, she wants to live her life free and not be held down by a man. And it's, like, this really kind of perverted, disgusting view of that person or that, like, type of belief and that to me was the biggest thing i like hated about this movie on this watch was just like how blatantly anti-woman it is um so i don't think lisa is a great movie villain but it's like she's this disgusting caricature of a person that does not exist i wanted to i wanted to trigger our listener francisco uh by saying she i was gonna say lisa's the better villain than hello from ragnarok but (laughs) I would agree. <laughs> she really, I think Not, she hurts the main character more than she ever, hell, ever hurts Thor. I mean, <laughs> he does commit suicide. Dude. Oh, man. Dude, that suicide scene, I laughed. Like, I cheered. <laughs> like, I, I know that sound, but like, when it, he's like, goodbye. And then, like, it, like, it, go, no, like no, no, no. it does the fucking shitty slow mo effect, which you should never do. I'm not going to blame T Bone for this because, I mean, he's bad at this. But I, I, I like it reminded me of the Mandalorian when they did that. I'm just like just Brian, like, he doesn't like when when they when they slow down the frames instead of actually shooting in slow motion. He, but but he doesn't say the worst he doesn't thing. say goodbye. He goes, God, forgive me, <laughs> and then shoots himself in the face. <laughs> right. Yeah. But just it, it's it like when they slowed it down. I'm like, was this shot at 15 frames a second? <laughs> yeah. Because like he is moving four feet per frame. Like falling backwards, it, it was quite a scene. Uh, I, 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 I liked it. <laughs> Did, didn't uh, didn't uh, what's his name? Um, oh, hey, Mark. Uh, Mark. Uh, like blame Lisa while with the body just right there. He's like, yeah. he's like you did, this. you did this. He's like, this is all on you. Meanwhile, after he's just blown his head up, or blown his head up, like, you know, with the gun, his face looks pristine. Like, you you don't, no idea where the bullet exited. Well, you didn't see the back of his head. It's just gone. Did you guys notice the symbolism I wrote down? Mark kisses Tommy, just like Judas kissed Jesus. Oh, my God. Fuck me. It's incredible. I, I feel like, I don't know. A movie so bad. I'm sure there's a lot of dissections, and I'm sure I'd like to look at one. But it feels like it's not even bad in a super interesting way for me. What? Like it's it like I don't know. Like I I guess I I guess I've never done like an ironic viewing of something, Mm -hmm. uh, except for the. uh, Never mind. Uh, But I feel like I don't do a lot of ironic. There was a wrestling thing, and I watch it every once in a while. It's like 16 minutes, and like Tom Hardy Mm -hmm. and Matt Hardy fight. There's a drone war and everything. It's fucking insane. Go look up the final deletion. Uh, that's what, but I don't know. It's just, you know, it was good. I enjoyed watching this quite a bit. I, I but like, what is there to say about it, really? Uh, what I think. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think everything around it is much more like. That's fair, and the story is fascinating. But I think what elevates this to like this is like 
what I want every you know I, I go into Hurricane Heist with my buddy Jacob Douglas and yes. I want it to be the yes. room I want it to be bad on every single fundamental level and like yeah. and I guess what's different is you know a lot of people like to say the scale is like a movie is a 10 or a negative 10 and this is like close to a negative 10 where it's so bad it's almost amazing you're right it is actually incredible how it is bad in every (laughs) conceivable way there's not one redeeming factor in this entire oh that that is can i can i think there's a redeeming factor (laughs) can can i you hate women no (laughs) (laughs) no what i what i was saying i think in like a time where a lot of our like blockbusters are kind of watered down by like studio influence um, and there's a lot of you know a lot of hats in the ring. This is a movie that is like solely from one man's vision, and it is kind of like <laughs> it is kind of like a gateway into Tommy Wiseau's mind. And I do find his mind like fascinating. And I also th- it's go ahead. It's a kajima. <laughs> well, I'm just like you know at least this movie has like a clear like vision, and it sticks to it. It's not like fucking Aquaman where it's like yeah, th- this movie is like just like fucking colors, you know. Um, and I don't know. I also think it's kind of like fascinating that this movie has a chip on its shoulder. It's like Tommy making himself the perfect guy because he's such an outcast in real life. Like it's just dripping in insecurity. And I find all that really fascinating. Um, so that's, those are like the things I picked up like this time where like when I watch it with people, I'm always trying to make jokes and we're laughing at it. When I watched it alone, I was like, wait, this is actually like, it's kind of sad and fascinating in a way. It's a, it's a misunderstood masterpiece. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob thinks the room is better than Aquaman. Send tweet. I do. I do. Like, no I doubt in my mind. Like, this movie this movie blows Hobbs and Shaw out of the water. Like, hands down. I would watch... The- Zach, it's also better than Shazam. Don't, you don't no. have to say that to me, <laughs> yeah, Jake. Jake, you were the that. Shazam guy. I don't... <laughs> That was you. I, I, I refuse to, push, to co-sign. I need to push that message down. I always, that's, that's why I always come after you with the Shazam takes, because I remember you telling me that you like Shazam more than Captain Marvel, and that was like my, that was my thing. In oh. retrospect, I disagreed with that. I just like, Captain Marvel is fine. Uh, but in retrospect, I have still not seen Shazam, but I believe it. That's <laughs> um, cool on Captain Marvel. In relation to the question of why, why does this movie get to be the worst movie of all time, I... I think it weirdly I can't think of any other movie that is bad that I come out and like wow I like laughed I I am purely perplexed by this I feel like it manages to be bad not that other movies that are bad are trying to be bad but at least it's it's doing something different it does it's not bad in just the dialogue but it's it's filmed bizarrely every single character doesn't make sense <laughs> and I I feel like when the characters it's almost I, I obviously I mean the disaster artist is the closest thing we'll ever get to knowing what everyone on set was thinking, but I feel like enough people got in on in on the bit that it worked out. <laughs> I don't know. I also why is go ahead Brian sorry. Why is it not a well no this is like a you should go. I, I just want to say I also I also think like we we poo-poo on some of the performances in this movie i think sestero is actually not like too bad the guy who plays mark um there's some scenes where he like is legitimately like doing a pretty good job and and like kind of chewing up some scenery um tommy is an alien but like i think i think (laughs) i think sestero like you know maybe if if his career doesn't launch with this like could have been like a supporting man in like an action movie 
Yeah, I don't I, know, man. I think the I think the dialogue they tossed him was pretty awful. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I'm excited to see it's him in Big Shark, the... the next the next feature from the creative team behind the room. That movie's oh, not real. Uh, really, <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> oh, Fuck. is this another front? I was so excited <laughs> for it. Jacob, an unashamed plug of our podcast, and I thank you guys for already doing it so much already. But the rundown. Mm. I get major Sean William Scott energy from at least in terms of the look. Yeah, Sister's a little more contained. Um, you know, For but sure. like the scene where he shows up the first time and she's seducing him, like I think he's actually like fairly believable in that. Now, when he has to like do some like real like emotional range when he gets like pissed off and stuff, it's it's not great. But I'm telling you, a little little bit of a couple of years to hone his craft, I could see this man like as a you know like 12th build in an expendables movie oh hell yeah dude i i, I read a thing that he he created a backstory for his character uh where he's yeah, like a that. detective or something like undercover and that like <laughs> explains his mood swings and his <laughs> his his going up to the roof to smoke and like almost <laughs> murdering that guy um which i'll talk about <laughs> later insane. but <laughs> I'm I'm all in on it. I think that makes him an infinitely more interesting character right off the bat if you go in with that mindset. Before we get in too deep with like, you know, any other like segments or anything, I do want to do round robin real quick. Like what is everyone's like best scene? Worst scene? Yes, best <laughs> worst scene. Because I'll, I'll start us off. My favorite and it, it lasts no longer than what like 20 30 oh, seconds. Oh, it's got to be mine then. When he goes and Yeah. The it's the flower yep. shop. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> When he walks in with the sunglasses and the the cash, you know, the woman running the shop goes, oh, he takes the sunglasses off and then she goes, oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. And then he like very quickly, you know, asks for the flowers, pays for them, goes, hi, doggy. And then she goes, you're my favorite customer, even though she didn't recognize him when he walked in. <laughs> he just wants to make it clear that everyone loves him. He's just he's a American hero. This Perfect guy. Man. Paragon of masculinity. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jacob, you made a very good point about the insecurities. That's this movie. In it, it really is just him, like being like, I'm, I'm you know, in this fantasy world, I, everyone loves me, and all, the bad things that happen to me are because of other people, not because of myself. What is your guys's favorite favorite bad scene? Breast cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely have breast cancer. Um, very good. Uh, mine was <laughs> mine was also Sam's, but another one, another thing that sticks out to me. I mean, I, I mean, they all stick out to me. I don't even know why I'd phrase it like that. Uh, one, uh, there's like a scene where they get in a fight at Johnny's party, and then it breaks up <laughs> yeah. super fast, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, yep, it's over." Uh, even though it really shouldn't be over, because I think at that point, uh, Johnny should know that this guy's his best friend's banging his girl. Either way, he goes outside, and I think it's about thirty seconds later. I guess they they come back in and have the exact same fight again. <laughs> um, it's it's literally like watching almost the same scene twice in a row. Like, they just forgot that just <laughs> happened. Like, it's bizarre. Same room and everything. Like, it's... I don't get it. The 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 party really contains some great secret moments that not too many people recall. When he walks in and everyone starts singing happy birthday, he just talks over them. It's like, hello, how are you doing? <laughs> hello. And then when... I don't remember which character walks in, but he goes, you look great. You look baby face. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was Mark. <laughs> Uh, and then um, they also I, – I love how the whole movie has been building up to how is Tommy going to find out or Johnny. Um, and then they just make out <laughs> at the party in front of everyone. 
Another great line from the the fight is from Mark, who says, "Leave your stupid comments in your pocket." <laughs> um, and and then uh, when Tommy says, "Get out my house, I kill you." Uh, <laughs> what the? What is like? Why the fuck does he talk? Like it's. I don't know. I'm not gonna get into T Bone and his talking, but it, he has such a unique way of what a man. What a man! So he paid for a billboard for the room for like five years. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's almost a trivia. Question, in relation, so I'm glad I avoided oh that. shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. We're good. In relation to Tommy's talking, my favorite bad scene is when the the four guys are hanging out um in their tuxes before the wedding photos it's it's tommy mark peter the therapist or the psychologist and and denny um and tommy like talks about this festival they went to um and then talks about how he met lisa and it's the only time in the movie where it doesn't feel like he's reading lines off a script um and he's like it's talking like a normal person i guess just like shooting the shit with the the boys and it's even more bizarre than his normal line readings and it's it's again fascinating i keep using that word but i just find it fascinating i i got one more i want to talk about and then i think that covers all the scenes i want to talk about the 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 chocolate fuckers (laughs) when when she wants to take his shirt off she goes arms up and he puts (laughs) his arms up and she takes it off that part owned when i'm like this is like actual comedic stuff right here (laughs) which which plays into something i'll be talking about later uh but that part owned uh one line that really took me aback and like actually like shook me to my core for a bit it made me reassess the entire film like is when i guess the psychiatrist who's a psychiatrist (laughs) is up on the roof uh with the depressed uh mark and he's smoking the devil's oregano um and he said, you know, Mark looks at psychiatrist and he's like, hey, you want to put me on the clock in reference to the fact that he's a psychiatrist and he does this for a living. <laughs> and, you know, these appointments have time limits. And I'm like, it's like such a coherent, like, it's not really funny or clever, but it's like, it's such a coherent thought and like an analogy that makes sense. And I'm like, there's no way Tommy wrote that. Like there is no, like that had to be fucking improv. Cause I'm like, I like, I'm like, there's no way Tommy Wiseau wrote that. Cause it was so coherent, made perfect fucking sense. And was like an analogy and like a reference to this man's job. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm saying? Like it just, it, it, it wasn't good. The delivery wasn't good. It wasn't a funny joke. It, it's not something I would say to my friends. <laughs> but it was just like, that made perfect sense. Like, how coherent? How coherent of you, Mark? Compared to the other psychiatrist line where Tommy says, um, Peter, you always play psychiatrist with us. <laughs> <laughs> was that supposed to be good or bad? He's like, yo, homie, get in, get in on this. Talk about girls with us. Or is he saying, I, yeah, fuck off. I want to talk about that. I think he's saying... I think he's saying, like, don't analyze me, man. Like, you know, talk to me like a normal person. Okay. I thought it was an invitation to keep playing psychiatry. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that I wrote that scene down on the list list of bullet or I I got a notes thing where I wrote down a few things I just want to bring up. Can I run through those really quick? Because that's one of them. Yeah, okay. So so Mark walks in to that scene when they're talking about girls, and then they're like, Come in, Mark. We're just talking about women. And like in, instant Mark. <laughs> 
looking upset, sad music plays. It's like, it's like we're talking about women. It's just like everything comes down. Everything. <laughs> it just goes right into the anti-women message of the movie. Um, I just like to watch you guys might be the most uncomfortable line ever delivered in a movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have that written down as well. That's just unbelievable. It's so I weird. Do want, <laughs> I do want to say it out loud, cause, like the full line, the line in full, when Elisa's mom goes, <laughs> I keep giggling about it this whole episode. I got the results of the test back. I definitely have breast cancer. I definitely have it. <laughs> it's, the, Suck, huh? it's the inclusion of depth. <laughs> Well, and then yeah. and then Lisa immediately goes, "Mom, you're gonna be fine." And then she's like, "I don't love Tommy anymore." <laughs> it's like completely <laughs> blows it off. No, she goes. She They're she introduces like, "Well, day. and I'm dying. <laughs> I got the test results back." And then a second later, she's like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." It's, it's just so bizarre. <laughs> in, in another scene, Lisa's talking about her mom and goes, "She's a stupid. Bitch. She wants to control my life." <laughs> Which you know what? You know what? Fair. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if my mom was telling me to keep marrying this guy that I didn't love, I perhaps would lash out and say she's trying to control my life. You know what I'm saying? I think she says at least three times in the movie, provide for you the words financial security. Yep. It's it's her it's her message. It's her. Motive he can for provide this. for you. She can't. You know this movie's anti-capitalist. <laughs> His position is secure. <laughs> you can't provide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You dumb broad. Dude, Mark's... <laughs> another thing I uh, noted down, Mark's intro in the car, where he's like, I'm really busy. And he's got the sunglasses <laughs> on. Dude, that he's that's cool. such a cool intro for him. This guy seems so <laughs> mysterious and dope. So I'm telling you, like, man, Sestero. That scene... That scene is so fucking confusing because I, every time I watch it, I'm like, "Wait, are they already having an affair, or have they, or they have not started it yet?" I think yeah. that was the he, first time. Because um, he does feel guilty yeah. about it, but then he fucks her like twice more in the movie. It's just so, so confusing because when she calls him, she's like, "Hey, hot. Like, he's like almost hey, saying hot. hot stuff." I want to take off your shirt. I like when she immediately steps in the building, and goes, "It's hot in here." Do you mind? And then takes off her shirt. Question. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done this because I was doing the sync. Like, oh, we're gonna hit play at the same time and watch this over call with my girlfriend. Uh, so I was unable. I, I was unable to pause and rewind uh, to attempt to see Tommy Wiseau's shaft the first time he gets out of bed no. after <laughs> having sex. Like, did you guys do you, that? You, like, you, guys do you that? can't see it. Oh my. Well, you can see his nuts from the back. Yeah. <laughs> you can I want to know that. what his workout schedule is and like how he looks the way he does. Because he's like, dude's jacked. He's He's, he's fit, but yeah. in like a disgusting way. Like it doesn't look <laughs> yeah. like doesn't look good. It looks like kind of like misformed muscle. It's weird. I there is a good chance he might have not he might have been in very bad shape and then for the movie he wanted to be jacked mm. and so he then got jacked. Which impressed good for him. Yeah. Uh one more <laughs> line from the grand from, from the grandmother or the mother. Um when on the on after the sh- the guy holds him at gunpoint, um, someone comes in and says, "Come on, it's clear." And she goes, "What's clear?" And I was like, "Yeah, what is clear?" <laughs> it's like I have literally no idea what you're talking about right now. Um, I'm glad she was speaking for the viewer at that point. Why is it called the room? I think it's where all this 
you know, all the drama happens in the bedroom, right? It's all ambiguous, the, man. Love oh. and betrayal. Wiseau okay. wanted to write a film where the message is that a room can have good things happen <laughs> and bad things happen. That's not even like bullshit. That's actually what he says the movie's about. Those, we all knew that. Um, <laughs> well, those um Sestero sex scenes. Did you guys notice that they're like supposed to be this really like bad betrayal of tommy's trust but they're playing like the same inspirational like love r&b yeah. songs <laughs> yeah. like it's just like a normal sex scene so the I best mean, they tommy could, the best they could do is that not so subtle imagery of shooting the sex scene through the bars of the <laughs> yeah. as if they're like they're in jail prisoners, <laughs> prisoners of lust dude yeah. there's one line I don't remember. He's like talking to Mark about how his life is down. And Mark's like, you'll be fine. It's all right. He's like, like, you're right. I'm lucky to have you as a best friend. And I love Lisa so much. It's like the, the line is just, it sums up. This is so heartbreaking. Uh, what a, I felt for the guy. Like, oh man, you don't know. He doesn't know. Oh, he no. doesn't know. I got another thing written down Are here. The nerd, the nerd guy, the, the okay. psychologist or whatever, psychiatrist, whatever he is um yeah. such a great friend for being so so instantly okay with the fact that his friend mark just tried to murder him literally tried to throw him off of a building yeah. <laughs> so Very, so okay with it puts up with a lot i mean he's just so forgiving amazing um and yeah one more quote as far as i'm concerned you can drop off the earth that's a promise um <laughs> the that's a promise at the end is does that make it a threat um how do you go about dropping someone off the earth then if so he's a flat earther so it's pretty fucking easy uh look it up forever (laughs) did did anyone notice the scene where they get drunk that they mix whiskey and vodka yes and i thought that's why he said he couldn't drink that shit (laughs) and the pizza order is half artichoke half ham and pineapple I wrote that. That shit was insane. It was it was Hawaiian pizza, basically. Could have just fucking said that. And then some artichoke shit fucking set me off. Flashbacks to the artichoke pizza. I yeah, I literally thought of you too when she said that. It's incredible. I ate I ate that stubbornly. I ate that pizza. College again, annihilation. Um, I don't know how much we have left to say, but I have one just kind of like quick round question. Who's your favorite character? Uh, fuck you. It's gotta be. I, it's gotta be Johnny, right? I mean, anytime he's on screen, it's just electric. He's just got such. I a like that weird looking presence. dog. That thing was not right. <laughs> the pug, <laughs> the yeah. doggy. Well, no pug is right, folks. No pug is right. They should be all sterilized and prevented from reproducing. Those bitches, yeah. they, they can't fucking My breathe. They, like their that. nose, like, My brother will not like their that brain. Take. They they breathe under their brains. I'm sorry, you know they shouldn't exist. Feel free to keep living, but can't make more. Thank you. Uh. I think as much as I fucking hate him, I think Denny might be my favorite character because like he does a good job of being a shit kid. Like every time he opens his mouth, I'm just like, oh, I just want to punch him. But that's why Johnny's such a good guy is because he chose to raise him. What a big Chris R guy, just Chris R all the way. <laughs> I'm a Chris R. Stan, admittedly. I kind of love Peter the therapist, who is probably the worst therapist of all time. Um, I, I kind of I have an affinity for that character. 
I think I gotta give it to the mom. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> Brian, are we ready for trivia? I have a question to Hit ask it. you all. Okay. And I know, we all know this is bullshit. There's no <laughs> fucking way. Because actors have said there's no way. He's lying. But Tommy Wiseau oh. <laughs> said that it was always intended to be a black comedy. <laughs> if this is true, is the movie still bad? <laughs> like, like it, we really gotta think we gotta dig deep here if if it was always intended to be a black comedy is it no, bad? incredible did it's he not succeed incredible like is it not like is it not objectively a dude that scene that where they're, they're just running around throwing the football out like in the middle of like in a park and they're just like oh now you catch so this one me. aha like they're just running and catching <laughs> Like they're running it's, and throwing it's and catching instead of standing <laughs> in one spot and like that's and like playing catch like a normal person. They're just running I'll be honest. in a line parallel and just tossing it back and forth. <laughs> like like did he succeed? Like hypothetically, if he succeeded, is the movie good? I have like two, if if it was supposed to be that, is it fun? Is it good? Two answer for you, Brian. If it is true. I think yes, like he succeeded with flying colors, but it also makes the movie less interesting. And two, even if this was his intent, I I don't think this movie comes out this way unless like something didn't go according to plan. Yeah. There was one of the fun facts was that he sent it to Paramount and it normally takes uh, two weeks to check over the film and they sent it back in 24 hours. So I don't know. Um, To answer your question, I think yes, it's still a good movie, but it does it kind of fails at what it needs to do because I'm not laughing like you said. If the jokes aren't funny, I'm I'm laughing for the wrong reasons. Um, so but, but no, no, not the script, Jake. The movie itself <laughs> is the comedy. Is there any intentional like the, joke like, in there? Like if, if not, if not like is no, something that you no, could be absolutely. interpreted as like, oh, he was trying to be funny with this line. I I think the cheap cheap, I don't cheap is supposed to make you laugh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my it's god. Like Rick and Morty. You just got to be but, really smart. Oh my god. Jacob, what what do you think? If it was supposed to be like this, uh, is it a good movie? It's such a tough question because it is. What, <laughs> I mean, like I had said before, I think this movie is a good movie. Like just off of what it is, like even if it's a melodrama, um it's an interesting piece it's of just, art. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like what we talked about on the last episode on KSC, like what makes a good movie, right? And we kind of agreed as to entertain it has to challenge and it has to um, make me feel something. I feel pure. I, I, I feel pure joy watching this movie. Literally. Um, I think it's, it's very entertaining, obviously. And I do think it actually is challenging because it does make you think about who Tommy is like who not, who not who Johnny is, but who Tommy is as, as yeah. a person to create something like this. That I, again, I, is so insecure and so like uniquely his own. Um, I think it's objectively a good movie. Uh, I mean, Brian you, mentioned this earlier. Now you say it's it brings you joy. I I, I don't know. The movie just brought me. I mean, I like it. I, I liked watching it. I guess this time it just brought me down because I now I don't know if I ever want to talk to a woman or have a friend again because they're just going <laughs> to betray me. They're just going to betray me. <laughs> Made you think it challenged you. It makes me Jacob, wonder. It makes me earlier? wonder how many of my friends have had affairs with my fictional girlfriends behind my back. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> Brian, you may have you, you may have been being facetious, but you said that um, you said that this is a, an objectively good movie. 
it, it was kind of like an it was like an ironic yeah. bit because I've always been so quick to <laughs> disagree with the idea that art can be objective. <laughs> so I just wanted to drop that one there yeah. for the super fans and Zach and Jake if they know. Oh, I noticed. I, I did not engage. I did not engage. I did the Mad Max gif. That's bait, and I went right. Just, <laughs> just let it go on its way. I fell for it because I because yeah. I agree. <laughs> all, all right trivia Let's do it here we go time. are we ready boys do we, do we have a quiz this week we do have a quiz it's a four oh joy quiz. Oh, four joy. question quiz um i i stated to jacob and sam uh before we recorded these were hard to write because every single piece of uh fun fact and trivia is so ludicrous that it's really hard to come up with optional answers that beat it um so i tried my best maybe you guys will go four for four we will see question number one why did the film's editor try to convince Tommy to cut the shot of his bare ass? The editor said he was, quote, fucking sick and tired of having to look at it. B, the sight of Tommy's ass scared the editor's wife. C, the editor's teenage daughter was on set and personally requested it. D, he said that it would intimidate audiences too early in the film. Shit. You're, you're good. I'll go you're D. good. You're good, Jake. I'm gonna go D. Intimidating go audiences D. too early. I'll, I'll go. I'll go A. I'm also going A. I'm gonna go B. The correct answer is B. Woo! Congrats. He uh, told Tommy he wanted to cut it on the grounds that his wife was scared <laughs> of looking at it. Um, so that is one point. I would be too. One point for Jacob Douglas. Okay, next question. What was the name of the Room musical that actually ran at the Chicago Musical Theater Festival? A. Oh, hi, Johnny. The Roomsical parody. B. The Room. Oh, what's a musical, Mark? C. The tragic story of Johnny, Mark, and Lisa, colon, The Room, comma, The Musical. D. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Room. <laughs> Rumen and Groovin, the musical. Fuck, I hope it's D. Uh, I go C. I'm going to go C as well. I'm going no, I'm gonna D. Go a. I'm going to go A. I'm going to go A. Was that the Oh Hi Johnny one? Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going D. Oh, hi, and if it's not real and Jake, you just made it up, that's the most genius thing that anyone's ever uttered. I'm actually going Oh Hi Johnny. I switch. I switch. Okay. Is anyone on C now? No one's on C. I'm going C. Okay. Congrats, Brian and Zach. Mm. The real name is Oh Hi Johnny, yeah. the Roomsical Parody. Dude, shout yeah. out. Like, if J- <laughs> it was hard to come up with these. These were... Uh, let me pull up the... There was a uh, a musical. I don't know why they call it a musical. Because um, all it did was run on SoundCloud. They just put a soundtrack out. But there was two, technically. Um musicals but i was shocked to find out that there was one period reason Um, i switched is that if a normal human like jake a very normal and well-adjusted individual were to write a fake answer like that it would be oh hi mark not oh hi johnny critical i mean like like a normal a normal person would latch on to that um the title of the one on soundcloud was in all caps oh ha Colon, the rise of Chris R. Yes. Oh, <laughs> love that. So wait, is it a the lore? Uh, it 
The work builds on the backstory of the film, particularly the character of Denny in his relationship with Chris R. I watched the hell out of that. Um, so um, that's one. Uh, Jacob Douglas has one point. Brian has one point. Zach has one point. Sam unfortunately has zero. Here we go. Next question. This one's a little, uh, a little different. It's a little easier, maybe. How many times is Ohi or Ohay spoken? We're doing prices right rules. You can't go over. How many times total is Ohi or Ohay spoken? Five. Fifteen. Eight. No, 10. seven. <laughs> okay. You said 10, Jacob? Yeah. Got it. The correct answer is 16 times. Jesus. Sam Bozier, real, real good. One right under. We are tied. Coming into the final question. Fuck. Which hopefully none of you know, because this one I feel like might be a piece of trivia that some of you might know. Here we go. Mark is named after which of Tommy Wiseau's favorite actors? A. Mark Hamill. Shit. B. Matt Damon. C. <laughs> Michael Keaton. D. Matthew McConaughey. Could you say Matthew one McConaughey? What was the third one? Uh, Mark Hamill, Matt Damon, Michael Keaton, Matthew McConaughey. Mr. Lincoln himself, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> he did those commercials, yeah. right? Yes. Michael okay. Keaton. Okay. Okay. Jacob Douglas. I'll go Michael Keaton. Okay. Um I'm going Mark Hamill. You guys all tie at one. It was Matt Wow. Davis. Um Fuck let, me. Let me pull up the the quote of what he said um about Matt Damon. Um Brian Vamp while I find the quote. What was what, what, uh, what, what, so what, what did Mark what did Matt Damon have at that point? He had uh, it was Goodwill Hunting and Saving <laughs> Private Ryan. Is that? Uh, he had go. a lot. This movie came out in two thousand two, three. Yeah, he, three. Here's here's the quote. According to Sestero, Tommy Wiseau misheard the actor's name despite his obsession with the actor. <laughs> Co- coincidentally, there's also a notable actor slash producer named Mark Damon. <laughs> Whether Wiseau confused the two remains to be seen. Um, so, congrats to all of you who tied it one. I just oh, don't feel like a winner. Oh, Zach, <laughs> I found a great thing that can answer maybe one of your questions. Tommy Wiseau was adamant about only using English in the movie, which possibly explains why the terms future wife and future husband are used instead of fiance and fiance. Well, isn't fiance mm-hmm. French? It's not English. I use it a That's lot. A <laughs> oh, shit. That makes sense. That That is some... Okay, that is Greg some Sestero real. Said, "Catch this in French." As Wizzo kept dropping the ball, as a result, he lost his cool and yelled, "No French, damn it!" And tackled Sestero. <laughs> Brian, damn. have you seen the Disaster okay. Artist? I have not, but I want. I'm going to watch it with my Dude, girlfriend. It's amazing. It's good. <laughs> I, I actually I saw uh, that Brian. before I saw the room. That movie is very good, Brian. To answer your question about the dog. Um, the woman in the flower shop was not an actress, but the woman who actually worked there. According to Greg Sestero, Tommy Wiseau, upon seeing the dog, asked if it was, quote, the real thing. <laughs> he didn't know if it was a real living actual dog. <laughs> That's good. I like that. 
The real thing. Hell yeah. Uh, to answer, I don't believe this is true. Um, but Tom Yoso claims to have financed the film by importing and selling leather jackets from South mm-hmm. Korea. He where'd the million dollars come from? <laughs> I I think about this pretty occasionally. Where would he get the fucking money? It's insane. Doing drugs with Chris R. <laughs> uh, I think Tommy was involved in organized crime. Yes, that is my that is my assumption as well. That is yeah. accurate. Um, yes. Another thing I think is funny, according to Juliet Danielle, um, who I'm going to go played Lisa, who played Lisa, mm. um, when uh, when Tommy was so said the line in a few minutes, <laughs> everyone everyone on the set laughed at him, and then Rousseau came out of the bathroom and was very angry and wanted to know what was so funny, <laughs> which does not support the fact that he thought the movie was a dark comedy. <laughs> Uh, yes, no. I mean, everyone everyone knows that he doesn't mean it. I was just saying, hypothetically, if it were. Those those are some of the, the fun facts. If you go on IMBD page, there's a ton more that are entertaining. Are we ready for the bloodbath? Are we, are we ranking? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Jacob, Sam, feel free to offer your input here on our takes. I will. So this uh, is all the movies we started watching since lockdown started. So when we started pitching things out on Twitter, um, when we started doing a movie a week, um, we have a total of nine movies to rank. I'm including Shit. I'm including Citizen Kane on there. Um, here it's we in go. the canon. I'm going to name the movies first, and then we'll start to – I'm going to have a notepad out. We'll start filling in the spots. Okay? I'm going to say – Yeah, let me, let me, yeah I'll get my notes mistake. out as well. No, putting put an asterisk next to Citizen Kane editor's note in the on the page. Uh, read read content. Read kids in college. Okay. Episode. Here we go. So we watched her. We watched. I'm including Tiger King on here. Is that okay or no? Uh, yeah. No, that counts. That's that. I mean, that's it's only a, the first three episodes. Long, it is right? a, that's, I, <laughs> literally not a movie, but okay. <laughs> well, ranking of things we okay. watch, I guess, is a better description. Okay. It, it's canon. I don't even know it's how canon. to how to rank yeah, that. It's, it's canon in right. our thing. Um. Akira, Alien, Your Name, Mad Max Fury Road, Avatar, Citizen Kane, and The Room. Can, can you can you put the list in Zoom? Can you copy and paste it yes, into the chat so I, I can, can see what I'm looking at here? Uh, I Should we start bottom to top? Yes. Tiger King bottom. I am fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> we need three votes to lock it in. I'll lock that in. Zach, um, is that how we're doing it? We're gonna kind of have to come to a consensus here. I, I think. Do we? Uh, yeah, sure. Tiger King last. I mean, it's not a movie, so therefore, it's the weakest movie. We're, I mean, th- we're all thinking Tiger. Yes, King. That's how I look at all it. Right? All right. Okay, so Tiger King is number nine. I personally think Akira should be number eight. The list is in the Zoom, by the way. I'm thinking Alien. No. <laughs> yeah, I say no to that. Zach, do you but say th- no to that? This feels... <laughs> I, I don't think Sam and Jacob should be able to vote on things they have not seen. I've seen that movie. Wow. You've seen Avatar. I've, yeah. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking of uh, Akira. I, I haven't yeah, seen Avatar, Akira. Uh, I won't vote on like Akira, your name. They're the only movies on this list I haven't seen. Man, I'd put fucking uh the room at eight i put i I can't stand for that (laughs) wait no the room is nine 
No, Tiger King is nine. <laughs> Fine. We already okay. locked it in. Fine. The room. Uh, it, honestly, her. <laughs> no, I refuse to put that. Dude, her I vote, is better I, vote, than... I can accept Akira. I can accept Akira. I vote I'm Avatar. Run it. For eight. Yeah. For eight? <laughs> can, can we can we get a third for Avatar? No, you may Come not. Come on, Sam Moser. Come on, Sam Moser. Don't do it. The movie everyone is fine with that no one remembers. Listen, Avatar I'm fine putting at Sure, we can put Avatar next. I, I don't care. No, yes, no, yes, we're gonna yes, say no. we're gonna say this the is democracy. Stop trying to take this the shit. We're gonna say. <laughs> I, it, okay, I will say if the other two hosts will not stand for it, I will concede and say Avatar does not go at eight. We're, I cannot well, I, be on a podcast I, where I we say the room point. is a better movie than James Cameron's Avatar. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> You're right. You're, okay. Then does. Then does the room go at eight? Brian, what has a bigger cultural footprint, the room or Avatar? The room. Yeah. No, hands down. It's there obviously the room. No one has Not made a movie I'm... about Avatar. Yep. <laughs> no one ever will. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, Not even in the James Cameron biopic <laughs> will Avatar matter. We'll skip that chapter. Ben, I would, ar- I would argue in a world that isn't full of film bros... I guess the room might fit with film bros. The room Listen. in Mad Max Fury Road in terms of cultural impact. The room is higher. Exactly. So we can't Listen. do that. No, it's simply part impact. of the equation. We're not saying that it, this is the main reason, but it is one of the reasons. Okay, so we're voting the room, Akira, or Avatar for eight. Okay, here's my thing. We cannot be like... Oh, Avatar can't go at eight because then we're saying the room is better. But are you telling me the room is a better film than Akira? No, I don't like Akira that much. No, I'm not going to say that either. Akira is worse. We should put the room at eight, guys. Oh my god, you're making a mistake. You're making a fucking mistake. But that is. If if I can keep Avatar higher, I will sacrifice. I, I cannot. I cannot believe that in someone's brain, Avatar has like more value than the room. I just it just makes well, no sense to me. This isn't value. This is how much we liked it. I suppose that too. <laughs> oh, dude, Avatar is fucking. <laughs> yeah, uh, Avatar's nice for me, but I'll let him have I mean, Tiger King because I also have disdain for Tiger King <laughs> on a moral so, level. Are we putting the room? Is that what we're going Eight. with? Room yeah. eight. Okay. Akira seven. Lock it in. Okay. Oh my god. I, I, I go her. I go her Here's for seven. I will concede if we put I'll even put Akira. Hmm. I don't the meta gaming. Dude, what I feel fuck? like you guys are doing this the, why didn't you do it from best to worst? I feel like that's easiest. Okay, well, why that's why are we doing a group <laughs> ranking? I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> that's my thing. Why are we doing a group ranking? <laughs> okay, so we have Tire King nine, the room at eight. What are pitch your thing for seven? Kira, whoever's really passionate. Avatar. I I am good with Akira. <laughs> are we saying that Avatar Here's is the worst? If, if we, if I am. I am seven, saying. I will that. put it at six. If we put Akira at seven, I will put Avatar at six and stop. What about Avatar. her? What I think about I, her? I like her. A I'm lot. fine with her being above Avatar. <laughs> we could fine, put her fine, at five. Fine, I'll, I'll drop Akira. I don't even like it that much. Put Akira at seven. Damn. That's fine. Okay, so are we doing Avatar 6? Brian admits Avatar is better than Akira. We have it. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we got it. I have not seen Akira, so I can't argue for it. I just, I mean, it looked cool. So right now we have Tiger King at 9, The Room at 8, 7 Akira, 6 Avatar. I got, 
Avatar higher than I thought it would be. So I will not. If we think, if Brian, if you're hard for her at five. I'll let it be. What else do we got? We have Your Name, Mad Max, Alien. And Citizen you know, Kane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I say her is the worst of what's left for I, me. I would personally say I disagree, but I will concede. I would, I would, I'll concede, but I do <laughs> like, do I think, do Zach? like you can vote me out. her more than Your Name, but it's fine. Your Name? You want to put Your Name at five? <laughs> I would are you fucking kidding me? I, I will say right now that I would put Citizen Kane at five, but I'm not going to win that argument, so I'm not going to Wait! Wait. <laughs> Do you agree, Brian? No, her is oh, worse okay. than Citizen okay, Kane, okay. but I don't know if Citizen Kane outright... Citizen Kane is better than Alien, and that is it. Mad Max uh, and your name. your name are better than Citizen Kane. Mm. So are we, are we putting her at five? Sure, I'll concede yeah, it. I think so. Sure. Listen, I'll, I'll just throw my bone out here now. The top three, in no particular order, should, in my opinion, be Mad Max, Ava- uh, no, Alien, and yep. Citizen You said Kane. it right the first time. Avatar. Not Avatar. <laughs> Avatar's in a good place. Um, I haven't seen I Your Name, so that's where I kind of struggle on this list, because I know that movie's supposed to be really good. It is very good. Big I think fan. four is a very fair I'll, oh, I'll, Let's put Your Name at yes. four. That sounds good Thank to you me. for the recommendation, Brian. No, no way. Jake, Jake, fight with me here. I'll be honest. I was mid-writing it, but I stopped because I agree with you. And here's the thing. We're at an issue. We're at a standstill because four people have watched it. We have an even number. And you and I will push for it higher, but I think Sam and Zach would agree at four. I'll bend, I'll bend over backwards. I, I like your name. Wait, wait, wait. Do it. Can, can, I, can, I, can I pipe in, pipe in here as the one who hasn't seen yes. it? Just like yeah. off of principle, I think that Mad Max... Citizen Kane and Alien are three like staples in movies, whereas Your Name I feel like doesn't get brought up in that conversation quite as much. They are staples. They I... were the first two movies, <laughs> but Your Name took what Alien did. <laughs> Alien walks, so Your Name. <laughs> I I'm with Jacob. I completely agree with you, Jacob. But this is the content. Oh, you... Yeah, they don't, going, don't, don't put my don't put my fucking name on this list. <laughs> We'll only attribute you to keeping your movies higher. We won't put you with the bad. We'll, we'll all attribute your name to putting Avatar lower than it deserves <laughs> and putting Citizen Kane higher than it deserves. Here's the thing. Here's the there thing. is no thing. I am not. I am not out for cultural relevance. I am not out for cinematography. I am out for how much did I like it. And let me tell you, Aliens are fucking. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, how about this? I am fine putting Alien at four, but your name probably has to stop at three then. I can't believe Citizen Kane is getting this high. No. How can I, you not believe that? Jake? I, I believe Sam, it, Sam. This- Sam, 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 how are you feeling about Citizen Kane under your name? <laughs> Look deep within your heart. Look deep within your heart. And do you really give a shit about Citizen Bro, Kane? Why is Citizen Kane above Alien? This is a good point. <laughs> I, <laughs> you just said it was good at four. I, in my heart of hearts, to be honest, Brian, as much as I do like your name, I do think it is an, a, at the number four slot appropriately. Only because he's being generous, Brian. You're lucky we let that shit get past seven. <laughs> Brian, this is your Avatar. podcast. I think where. 
I think when it all comes down to this being an American podcast, um, and therefore we will only have American <laughs> films in the top three. Uh, your name up four. And because it's an American podcast, and because <laughs> I'm sending cops to you guys and burn the evidence. <laughs> I will not allow that uprising. Oh shit, we're getting swarmed right now. <laughs> Trump, Trump actually called me and told me that uh, I can't let you guys walk all over me. I'm making him look bad. I, I mean, I really. <laughs> he told me to come out with some force tonight, That's and I got to I got to put my foot law. down. Your name stops at fucking four. Insurrection Act. <laughs> okay. Here's Do we the add, thing. okay? I will listen. I if if the votes are not with me. <laughs> That's fine, but our can we get a vote count? Okay, what what do we have left? We have Mad Max is going to be number. No, one. I think we oh. know. That. Yeah, absolutely. who just said no? Mad Max. Who the is fuck said me. no? I I just like you know how what? I feel about Citizen Kane. So yeah, big fan. <laughs> Did Citizen Kane? Let me ask you this simple question. It's a yes or no. <laughs> Did Citizen Kane have a guy with a guitar that could play fire? Like just shoot fire um, out of it. Objection, misleading the witness, or uh, leading the witness. <laughs> the, the 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 court will hear the question answered. <laughs> Overruled. Um, Shit. No, I mean no. Obviously no. Literally not in the plot. Um. Okay. I think with this group what of are we people, talking about? Mad Max will get to number one. I'll be honest, Brian. I already wrote it there. <laughs> because I think we can get. No. I think. Three votes. I think you, me, and Zach would vote that. This is like New York canceling the primaries. Yes, Biden's (laughs) going to win, but it is a fucking affront to democracy that they would do such a thing. Okay. So we have number nine, nine, uh, Tiger King, number eight, The Room, number seven, Akira, number six, Avatar, number five, Her. We need four, three, two, one. Let's figure out four. Your name. Did you like Alien or your name better? Alien. I I was thrilled. I do like your name. I like your name more than Avatar. Oh, not Avatar. I do like it more than... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I like your name more than Alien. <laughs> Sam, where do you land? Uh, alien over your Hell name. Yeah. Okay. I think we gotta... Okay. I'm sorry, All Brian. Out. All out. Okay. No, that's fine. Now, do we. I think we gotta stop Citizen Kane at three. <laughs> that's weird. So, okay, do you see how weird this is? We were arguing Alien or your name at four, but now that we're at three, Citizen Kane has entered the <laughs> equation of whether or not Alien passes that. So why was Citizen Kane not... Okay, it's just... It's a... I don't get it, but can I? No, listing is terrible. Like making a list <laughs> is dog shit in this. groups. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a, it's an exercise in torment and uh, manipulation and. I'm, I might, I might. We all need to make sacrifices in this trying time, and that's why you Citizen Kane. I would say three. Alien should be three. I think, actually, like, no, yeah, no, I'll I be mean, fine with yeah, Alien at alien three. three. Uh alien at three as long as jacob can seize citizen kane at two <laughs> that's my like, deal that's I'm, my plea deal okay. i'm, I'm yeah outvoted. citizen kane can't go higher <laughs> i just i can't i just <laughs> can't believe i'm podcasting with a bunch of children you know that can't understand emotionally <laughs> complex films uh, i would like uh court i would like to admit uh last minute evidence during uh in between our watching of our first movie her um and actually tiger king we talked about two things we talked about tiger king and uh avengers endgame um, oh well that's number one obviously that as number one for children <laughs> endgame. If we're throwing endgame no, this no, late in the game where else can it be besides one? it was not a okay. film that we watched 
Here's our final our final ranking at number nine, Tiger King. Number eight, The Room. Number seven, Akira. Number six, Avatar. Number five, Her. Number four, Your Name. Number three, Alien. Number two, Citizen Kane. And number one, Mad Max Fury Road. In future, Brian, we will not allow this list to be tainted by our visitors. Listen, hey, all now, I know. I would say this list turned out okay. I was expecting <laughs> it to end a lot worse than it is. All I know. All I know is that if Jacob did watch your name, we'd have it. <laughs> I probably would like it. It's great. Wait, it's quite good. Can, can I, I was a fan. Is very high. Can, can I ask Jake Moser a question? What's your opinion on film bros? What is that? Like, like just in general, are you like pro film bros, or are you like kind of like ah oh, yeah, fuck fucking bro fucking film want. bros? Bro okay, that explains Mad Max then. All right, this one. Yeah. If you watch movies and you're white. <laughs> <laughs> If you're in college, watch movies and white motherfuckers. <laughs> Define a film bro. Is the film bro someone that thinks Pulp Fiction yeah, is the best movie a... of all time? Like, and has that poster in their what room? What is a film bro? Can we define this? Yeah, we need to What's... define this. Yeah, I might have. What is it? I might, be, I might be a film bro. I don't know. Someone tell me. I feel like Sam Kingma and I have, a uh, friend of kids in college, Sam Kingma and I, have narrowed this down. There are like 10 film bro movies. Um, like Pulp Fiction. Um, I like it. The Dark, the Dark Knight. I like it. Um, a Mad Max Fury Road. I like it. Hold on, we have we have a list, but I forget it. But those were three that I specifically stick out in the film right now. I'm three canon. for three. Oh, I probably good fellas. Yep. Um. <laughs> okay, I guess I characterize film bros wrong. Then is a film um, bro someone that I likes great I, movies? Because so far, that's the no. definition in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just like movies about. Um, I'm not gonna dig down this. Okay, hole. Jacob, I have a film bro starter <laughs> okay, pack on Letterboxd. Thank you. Oh, yeah. ready? Fight. Yes, Club. I forgot. That was the big one. I forgot. Love that movie. Pulp Fiction, <clears throat> Dark Knight, Big Lebowski. Uh, I do love that movie. <laughs> Might be my favorite comedy. Who knows? It's not Shaun the Dead. Um, pretty funny. Uh, Goodfellas. Um, now, now the rest of these I don't agree with as much. Is like. It's got a lot of Tarantino. There's like Inglorious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs, uh, Django. Mm. Tarantino's a staple in the yeah, film. I love all these social networks so far. I think I am a film bro. I'm just not I finding think, out. I think the definition of film bro are people who love movies that are like inherently masculine or like male dominated. Um, I think that's kind of like the vibe. Hurrah, that's bro. why they're always dominated by Tarantino and Nolan movies. Yes. And I admittedly love both of those directors. <laughs> I mean, it's not saying that these movies are bad, but if it's like the only thing you like, then maybe you should expand the catalog a little bit. Okay, then I guess you can be a film bro, but yeah, you should expand. I, I characterize film bro wrong. I think I've expanded. I, I mean, those are all like in my favorite movies besides maybe Reservoir Dogs. I, but I... <laughs> I equal uh, film bro to like film Twitter, uh, which I would say we're all a part of. No, <laughs> okay. film Twitter. I was going to do a bit where I said, "Listen, Zach's." I was going to do know. a bit where I was going to be like, "Listen, Zach's favorite movie last year was uh, Jojo Rabbit." That doesn't make him a film bro. Just a <laughs> That was actually my number two, Brian. <laughs> oh wait, what was? Oh wait, I remember number one. Moving on. <laughs> Oh wait, was number one oh, Endgame? Yeah. <laughs> valid, valid, oh, valid. I understand. That makes sense. Recommendation time. Bam! I got a film bro movie to recommend. 
<laughs> Very yeah. masculine movie I, called I Heat think... with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, and they're cops and robbers, and it's so cool, so much testosterone. It's exciting. <laughs> Best two hours and 50 minutes of my life. It's a masterpiece. If you don't like it, you have shitty taste. Film bro out. <laughs> Zach, that I don't movie think... was on the Film Bro starter pack list. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I don't think Film Bros are inherently evil or negative. Inherently no, evil? I Did anyone say they they different tastes. No, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think they're I mean. inherently <laughs> bad. They just maybe yeah. should inherently? You know, watch Citizen Kane. <laughs> I mean, I'm not about to go call Joker the best movie ever. That movie was very fine to me. Uh... In Zach's defense of labeling him a film bro uh, thug terrorist, um, <laughs> he was the most positive of the Content Cube cast on Citizen Kane. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I liked it. It's a fun movie. Uh, fun movie. Yeah. Jacob, what is your recommendation? Um, I would recommend getting on HBO Max right now, especially if you're an HBO Now member um and streaming the studio ghibli movies uh, miyazaki films um i just watched howl's moving castle i really liked princess mononoke um spirited away i think is like one of my favorite movies of all time probably the best animated movie i've ever seen um really love my neighbor totoro um kiki's delivery service i want to watch um what's what's is it the wind rises is his newest one um but yeah a lot of good stuff on there the art style is just mesmerizing i said in one of my letterbox reviews it's kind of like walking into an art museum um it's incredible so definitely go check those out uh what else is there on hbo max what are some things there that i friends Citizen Kane. <laughs> the, the the tcm collection is on there which i actually think is like if you want to start watching classic movies there's a lot of big names on there um the maltese falcon casablanca citizen kane i actually um, haven't seen casablanca jacob Oh, that's that's essential viewing. That's so what, the I best. I gotta fight my film bro status seen. now and and go uh, <laughs> go pretend to like a movie from the forties to to fight the image. <laughs> Zach didn't like Joker that much. <laughs> point against me. The uh, movie was very fine to me. <laughs> I didn't get the hate or the love, but whatever. <laughs> Brian, all of the DC shows are on there, um, which Swamp apparently uh, apparently Doom Patrol is pretty good. All their DC universe yeah. shit. Well, not all of it. Sam, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, but not all of it came over to HBO Max, or not all of it is it's getting an very confusing. not all of it's getting an extra yeah, season on HBO Max, right? Is that how it's going? Okay, maybe prefer- premieres on DC Universe and then goes to HBO Max. We don't really know. I do know that Doom Patrol's new season will also be on HBO Max concurrently, Strange. but yeah, like Harley Quinn um, isn't on there, and I'm not sure if Titans is either. They also have a crunchy roll like selection, but I, I'm not a huge anime Dude. guy. But um, my friend who is says that it's not a very good selection. Yeah, uh, that's that's weird. I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, I think the only big thing they have is Full Metal Alchemist. That's pretty. Yeah, that's no, a big that's one. A, but that is a good one. I watched that with Madison, I think, a year ago or something. And they also have Kill La Kill. Those were the two ones I saw that I'm like, ooh, those piqued my interest. That's solid. I mean, it's probably not going to have a lot of new stuff, but the, that's a solid uh, thing to have. I also would recommend uh, the tar- uh, the Gendry, or I can never say his name right, a Tartakovsky, uh, Primal, and Samurai Jack are both on HBO Max. 
Is that your oh, really? official recommendation, or uh, no? My recommendation would be Moses Sumney's Gray. He's a uh, like an art rock, art pop artist. Um, and I read a profile on him, like a couple. I swear, this album like has been coming out for a year now. And I read a profile about him about how like he, you know, he's kind of a struggling artist. Doesn't make that much money off of his music. So I'd recommend go listening to uh, "Me in Twenty Years." It's one of my favorite songs of the year. And seeing uh, he's just got a beautiful falsetto. So that's my recommendation. Um, uh, my recommendation, um, Brock Hanton has been doing this thing that's like technical difficulties radio, and they've been releasing like two songs every week. Um, and if you go uh, onto their website or their YouTube channel, um, you can find all the songs they've released. And I like all of them uh, a lot. Um, I'm excited to see what their uh, next album looks like. And then a quick thing, if you don't want to listen to that, um, I've been reading a book by Leah Barduo called The Ninth House. It's like a, a more adult Harry Potter that takes place at Yale, and it's got ghosts. It's real good. Real good book. Fun time. This is not my recommendation, but th- what were you guys' thoughts on the uh, Charlie? Uh, what's the fucking Charlie XCX? Fucking love it. Yeah, I liked it. That was a good one. Yeah, good time. You guys think? You guys yeah, good stuff. Uh, my recommendation is a comic called. Uh, I think I may have talked about it before, but it's just hit me a whole whole new way recently. Uh, Chainsaw Man. I think uh, that is probably one of the better things uh, going on right now. It's probably. It's probably the best thing I'm watching, reading, listening to right now. Um, he, the author is uh, just so good at um, drawing. I mean, it, the art is very uh, rough. I think almost intentionally it adds to it. Uh, but he's super good at like drawing space and like visual metaphors and just like uh, almost like optical illusion shit. Very hard to describe. Um, but the. The latest chapter, I read it like four times. It's just a very touching and like sad uh, thing. I just can't get my mind off of it. Chainsaw Man, very good. The latest chapter, nothing cool happened in it either. And that's saying a lot for me to like something where nothing cool happens at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chainsaw Man is definitely a very special thing going on right now. Uh, it's probably the only thing I care about right now that I would be sad if it got canceled. Uh, so go check that out. Are we, is that it, folks? That's it. All right, uh, kids Kids in college, uh, plug your stuff. Yeah, uh, kids in college you can find on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, you can follow us on social media at Kids College Show. You can find me on social media, including Letterboxd at Sam Scott Mosier. Uh, go to sammosier.com slash playlists for some song recommendations. Um, you can find me on Twitter oh. at Jacob M. Douglas. Um, follow at Flatland KC to um, see a lot of the good work that we're doing right now over there. Also, um, go donate to um, the Kansas City Community Bail Fund if you're in this area. Um, it's all the money's going towards bailing people out who've been arrested during the protests. Um, the Minnesota Freedom Fund and. Um, and you can also find a community bail fund in any community you're in. I'm sure there's a St. Louis one for you guys or a Columbia one is probably starting as well, Brian. So, um, you know, yeah. be looking out for that and pitch in uh, however you can. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, follow us at our, you know, what's everyone's social media? Jake W. Mosier. Uh, Zach Holenstein one at Twitter. Yeah. There's, and then this for Instagram, it's Zach Holenstein with no one. 
good tweets there. Uh, I'm Brian of the Woods on everything. I think I'm quitting Instagram because I got a new phone and just don't want to log in. So <laughs> rip Brian Wo Brian of the Woods and Brian of the Woods too. Never going to use it again. Uh, I'm pretty positive uh, that none of our positions have changed since the kids in college recording. So uh, I think we all think Black Lives Matter. Uh, yep. Big yep. one. Big one to like. Here, here. Um, go listen to that episode if you haven't already and ignored my ignored my warnings at the beginning. Uh, but that that kids in college episode was a ton of fun, really good. Um, I'm sure I'm sure the Venn diagram is almost a perfect circle. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> this was a blast. Thank you guys for collaborating with us. Uh, I'm I mean, like we keep saying, I'm sure this won't be the last time I've had a blast. Yeah, this was yeah. a ton of fun. All right, uh, listeners, that's it. We'll uh, see you next week. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Be kind to others. Uh, see ya. Stay safe out there. Yep. Yep.